have a couple of friends who support me no matter what I do. They're the first ones to like anything I put on Facebook or Instagram about any venture that I happen to be starting. They're my first followers when I do something new. They send me DMs saying, I love this and this is amazing. They show up. They say, why not you? I'm so proud of you. Look at you, girl. Do your thing, sis. I knew you could do it. I'm Sharia Woods. I'm a dreamer, a mom, and a community builder. I've always loved learning people's stories and figuring out how to keep getting better. And I created the Rise Society podcast to give you the inspiration and step-by-step strategies you need to get clear on what you want so you can design a life you love. If you know there's something bigger in this world for you and you're ready to figure out what it is, you're in the right place. Let's get started. Hey friends, welcome back to another episode of the Rise Society podcast. Would you mind sharing this episode with your friends? Maybe just text the link to, let's say five friends who you think might find it valuable. I'm on a mission to grow this podcast and get it out in front of people who would find it valuable and implement what they learn to make their lives better. So I would greatly appreciate that. It's really easy to do. Wherever you're listening, you can just click the share button and send the link to your friends. All right, let's get into the content for today. I'm going to be talking about friendships and building friendships as an adult. I know we're all living full lives and we're busy, so it might be easy for you to turn off this podcast and say to yourself, I don't have time to focus on building friendships or I have enough friends. Why do I need to learn about this? Or maybe it's the opposite. Maybe you actually feel really lonely, but you're discouraged because you feel like everyone else has established friend groups and you always feel like an outsider when you join in. I remember feeling like that when I first got to Dallas. It felt like there was no place to meet people. Like everyone kind of already knew their people and they were hanging out at their houses and with their friends. And I just didn't even know kind of where to start building that community. I get it. I felt that way every time I joined a new church or a social club or accepted an invitation to hang out with a new group of people. It's awkward and sometimes you have to suffer through feeling like an outsider for what feels like a really long time, but I promise it's worth it. You may not be in a situation where you feel like you really need people right now. Like maybe your life is going fine, but there will come a time when you need other people and community is so important, especially when you don't have a lot of family nearby. It's important for you to start building now when you don't desperately need community so that when you need it, you have it. Plus, life is just more fun and more full when you have people to share it with. In today's episode, I'm going to walk you through some categories of friends that I believe should be in your community. And then I'll talk through a few tips on how to build this community and make friends as an adult. But first, let's talk about what friendship looks like as an adult and how it's different than when you were, let's say, in high school or elementary school or even college. From my perspective, and I'm interested in hearing y'all's perspectives too, so please send me DMs, but please send me DMs. I'm on Instagram at it's me Sharia, and so I would love to hear what you guys think about friendship as adults. But from my perspective, you're a lot less likely to have quote unquote best friends as an adult. When I say best friends, I mean the one or two people you do everything with. 
most adults are busy, like between family responsibilities and work responsibilities. Most people I know don't have the capacity to be there in that way for someone else, the way that we did when we were kids. If you have that like best friend, we talk every day for hours, we do everything together, hold on to that. I think it's beautiful. But if you don't have that, that doesn't mean you can't have deep, meaningful friendships. In fact, I think it's unlikely that you will have those types of friendships as adults and that's okay instead of looking for one or two people to be your everything I believe as an adult it's important to look for friends that serve a specific purpose in your life and to start building community that you connect with when you were young in elementary middle school high school or if you lived on campus in college you went to school partied celebrated with the same people. I had friends like that and I still love them dearly, even though our connections don't look like that anymore. As we think about what we want our community of friends to look like as we grow and get older, I wanna walk you through a few different categories of friends to get your mind going. I also put together a worksheet with these categories on it and some space for you to make some notes about what friends might fit in each category. You can have the same friend that belongs to multiple categories for sure. I also left space for you to make notes about how you might want to grow this area of your friendship circle and some activities that you might do to help you on that journey. All right, the first category I kind of alluded to already and that's your longtime friends. These are actually your friends from college and grade school. They're the people you became an adult with, the people you did everything with once upon a time. Maybe you still live down the street from your longtime friends, or maybe they live in another state or a different part of the world and you only talk once every year or two. They're the people that when you finally do see them again, it feels like it was just yesterday, even if it's been five years. And I'm grateful to still have some of my longtime friends in my life. They're more like family than friends at this point. And if you're blessed to still have some longtime friends in your life, do your part to keep those connections alive, even if it's only on Facebook. The next category are your fun friends. I'm going to walk through some friends that have very distinct purposes, but before I do that, I want to shout out the fun friends. These are friends that don't necessarily have a deep purpose. These groups of friends can definitely overlap. Your friends that have purpose can also be your fun friends or your longtime friends. But I wanna make a point to say that every friend doesn't need to have a purpose. You can have friends that just make you smile. The only thing you do have to watch out for is making sure that the people who are fun for you to be around don't encourage you to do things that take you backwards. So even if the fun doesn't have a purpose, it should still uplift you. If you're sober and your friend encourages you to drink or you're married and your fun friend wants to go out and flirt and party all the time, it may be time to let that fun friend go. But I want to just give you some context here that every friendship doesn't have a purpose and I think connecting with people just to connect with them is awesome. Similar to that, you have your neighborhood friends. Just like in school, proximity can help build friendships in adulthood too. I'm embarrassed to tell this story, but one time when my husband and I were heading on vacation years ago, I think we were actually heading to our wedding in Cancun and we completely forgot that we owned a dog. <laughs> well, we didn't forget we owned a dog, but we didn't make any plans for our dog when we were going to be out of town. And we were literally packed up, headed to the airport, 
And it was really bad because all of our family and friends were going with us. So we couldn't like call anyone to come pick up the dog either. Um, we had a few friends who were not coming, but we, you know, we were literally on our way to the airport and we'd made friends with our next door neighbor who happened to love dogs. And we knocked on her door and she was so gracious and kind and agreed to take care of our baby while we were gone. She was an angel in that moment, took care of our dog for a whole week, was happy to do it. I don't know how I thanked her. I feel like I, I probably didn't do enough. Um, this was 10 years ago. And I, you know, I would have done more now, but I am so grateful. Similarly, we had an ice storm in our neighborhood like two years ago, and we'd started connecting in our neighborhood Facebook group. And it was just so comforting to hop in there and like see people talking, see people helping each other, see people who were able to get out and go to the grocery store, picking up stuff for people who could not get out. Those are not necessarily my deepest friendships, but I think it's so important to build community where you live. Then there are the friends that motivate and encourage you. I have a few friends that are just amazing cheerleaders. As you get to know me, you will learn that I have a lot of ideas and I like to try different things. Um, I start businesses sometimes that I try on, they don't fit, and then I discard them. <laughs> This has caused a lot of people to ignore my ventures because they're like, what is, what is she doing now? And I get it. You know, it's probably a good reason. But I have a couple of friends who support me no matter what I do. They're the first ones to like anything I put on Facebook or Instagram about any venture that I happen to be starting. They're my first followers when I do something new. They send me DMs saying, I love this. And this is amazing. They show up. They say, why not you? I'm so proud of you. Look at you, girl. Do your thing, sis. I knew you could do it. I'm blessed to have a spouse who's one of these friends too. Every friend is not going to fall into this category and that's okay. That's why I mentioned as an adult is great to cultivate a broad circle of friends. Some friends may even move in and out of this category. Sometimes people get busy and they don't have the time or energy to be your motivation. That's okay too. But believe me, it's amazing to have some friends who motivate and encourage you. And also be this friend to other people. That's one way to make sure you cultivate an amazing group of friends. So then you have your work friends. These are people you connect with at work and maybe go to happy hour with. They're the people that understand what you do for a living when maybe no one else really does. They get your work jokes, they feel your pain, they have actionable advice because they know all the players when you talk about what you're struggling with at work. And it's important to have work friends who are peers and also cultivate friendships at different levels in your organization, especially senior leaders who can help you navigate your career journey. The level of closeness you have with your work friends is really up to you. I tend to keep a little distance between my work and my personal life, so I don't get as close to my work friends as some people choose to, but I've worked with some amazing people and those friendships have added value to my life over the years. And sometimes after I leave a job, I continue those friendships and they become deeper and more personal. So something to think about. Next, we have our friends who are on the same journey you're on. These could be your work friends. They could also be your mom friends or your business friends or your church friends. Very much like your friends when you were in school, they're people who you have a shared experience with. That's a big part of your life, at least right now. These friends are especially important when you start a new phase of life that doesn't necessarily match your old life. Like when you're the first one in your friend group to have a baby and your current friends are tired of hearing about the color and texture of your baby's poop. 
I mean, if you know, you know. (laughs) Or when you're building a business that doesn't currently have any clients, but you're kind of obsessed with it. And that's all you want to talk about all the time. Building friendships with people who are on the same journey as you doesn't mean you have to get rid of the friends from the other chapters in your life. It just means that you have people that understand what you're going through right now and can relate. These people will be excited to talk about the things that you're excited about and you can lean into those conversations without feeling self-conscious about it. And you can also be that person for someone else. Then you have your friends that are ahead of you on your journey. These can also be known as mentors and they come in many forms. It might be an older relative that you admire or a former or even a current boss. You can also be intentional and cultivate relationships with people you admire. You can even hire them in the form of coaches. It could be a life coach, a financial planner, a physical trainer, even a wedding planner. Your friends who are on the journey with you are great because you can share your stories, your bruises, and cry and laugh together. But sometimes they don't have great advice because they're on the journey with you. Friends who are ahead of you on the journey have the benefit of hindsight. They know where the road leads and how the story ends. These are the people who've been there and done that or the professionals who've seen it all. They look at your current situation or your problem and they know how solvable it is. Listening to them talk about what you're going through helps you feel like you're able to overcome anything. They also look at time differently. They know how a one-year sacrifice can positively impact the next 40 years of your life. They can say something that puts everything in perspective for you and motivates you to keep going when times get hard. I remember I had a coworker who had older kids and I was telling her like all the struggles I was having with my son when he was a toddler. And she was like, yeah, I went through that. My kids are so awesome now. And she said, you just have to remember that these are not their permanent personalities. Like they're kind of crazy right now, but they're going to grow up and they're going to be really cool. And I took a lot of comfort in that. I told myself that a lot when he was having tantrums. <laughs> and I definitely see it start starting to manifest now as he gets older and becomes his own person. And with Ava, my baby, she's 18 months or 19 months now. I know that. You know, it's one thing to be told that, but now I'm on the other side of it. And when she has a tantrum, I'm just like, oh, that's so cute because I'm not worried about it. I've been there. I've done that. I can talk to someone else about it who's going through it for the first time. Another reality for these friends that are ahead of you on your journey is that sometimes you catch up with them. Sometimes there's a person who used to be the wisest person you knew, but they don't understand where you're going next. Maybe you grew up poor and you had an older relative that saved up $100,000 and this might have been the wealthiest person you knew. But now you have your own $100,000 and so you have to move their placement in your friendship circle. They are not the people who you are going to go to to learn how to save a million dollars, even if they're amazing. They can be a friend that's on the journey with you if they have the same goal Or they can be that friend that motivates and encourages you if they're happy with what they have, but want to see you achieve all your dreams. But you're going to need to seek out someone who's further down that road to get the advice on how you can keep growing and building. Now, the last category I'll talk about are the friends that you pour into. These are your mentees. They're the people that you are ahead of on their journey and they admire you and look to you for advice. They may remind you how far you've come and how much you have to give to the world. 
People always talk about being a mentor like it's a sacrifice or something you're doing for others. And it is, but it's as much for you as it is for your mentee. Knowing that someone is looking to you to carve a path and push the ceiling higher is a great motivator and encourager itself. I really encourage you to look for people that you can help along their journey as you go. Now, I'm sure there are other categories of friends, but I believe these are some of the biggest ones. You may be thinking, okay, this is great, but how do I make all these friends? I have a few suggestions about how you can start building a really strong community. The first is be intentional about what you want your community to look like. I mentioned earlier, I created a worksheet that you can download that includes all of these friend groups. Download it and write the names of the friends that fit into the different buckets and make notes about where you see gaps and the types of new friends you would like to cultivate. Start thinking about ways to meet people who could be the type of friends that you're looking for. Number two, Join existing communities, take an online course on a topic you're interested in, or join a church or take an in-person class. Look for ways to connect with people who fit the profile of the type of friends you want to have. I create online courses for my business, so I took an online course, (laughs) kind of redundant, I know, but I took an online course on how to create and sell online courses. And as part of this journey, I joined what they called a pod. And it was five women on the same journey as me. We kind of went through the Facebook group and found each other. And we talk on Zoom once a week, every week. The course has been over now for a couple months and we're still meeting because we just love talking to each other. They live in different parts of the country. And I'm pretty confident that I would never have met them if I had not taken that course. They are such an encouragement to me and a big part of why I haven't given up on this particular dream. Sometimes to meet the right friends, you have to invest time and even money into doing things that get you around the right people. My third tip is to be the friend you want to have. If you want encouraging friends, be the encourager for others. If you want mentors, get some mentees and start serving other people the way you want to be served. One of my pastors used to say, if you want friends, you have to be friendly. So simple, yet so profound. If you focus on showing up for people and giving without expecting something in return, you'll look up and see you have so many people in your life that support and love you. My last piece of advice is to be a connector. Most of my local friendships came through one friend who also happens to be my cousin through marriage. And after I met my husband, my mother-in-law introduced us because we were both black girls that went to Harvard and she was like, oh, you guys will get along. And we did. Um, It could have stopped there. I could have just made one friend, but she was starting a book club at the time and I was still pretty new to Dallas. And so I was excited to go and meet some new people. And the friends that I met in that book club are still some of my best friends today. We got married, we had kids, and now we mostly meet up at children's birthday parties. (laughs) So our friendship looks different. There are no more casual wine nights where we pretend to read books, although I think we should bring that back. Um, But I noticed that she had an amazing and large circle of friends. And I believe a lot of that came to her because she was the connector. You don't have to sit and wait to be connected, to be invited. You can be a connector for others. You can invite people. You can help people not feel lonely. And at the same time, it helps you not feel lonely. So there you have it, friends. These are my best thoughts on building meaningful friendships as an adult. As busy as we all are, I encourage you to lean into building community, even if it's uncomfortable. 
Don't let being an introvert be an excuse either. We all need to find our people and yours are out there just wishing they knew you. All right, friends, until next time, let's keep rising together. Thanks for joining me today and for staying until the very end of the show. It would mean the world to me if you would follow the Rise Society podcast so you never miss an episode. Until next time, keep shining.